All right, guys. Welcome back. Sorry for the delay. I was having some issues uh, getting this thing live, but we are live. We are back, and we are ready to talk about, I think, a pretty important topic here, uh, you know, among the Rams content that I do. Uh, Something that's not really stressed enough, and I think... When we're talking about the Rams, a team that just won the the Super Bowl, um, you know, a team that has been to two Super Bowls, you know, since they they hired their new head coach Sean McVay back in 2017, I think the thing that's really important to talk about is, you know, how long can this team have sustained success? How long can they continue to be a consistent winner? What many teams don't have in common with the Rams is that over time, the Rams have had at least one successful team in every single decade. I mean, that's a big thing. It's hard to win at a consistent level in the National Football League, and the Rams simply do it. They did it in the 90s, albeit they had some bad parts of the 90s, but they won a Super Bowl in the 1999-2000 season. On top of that, they had actually a really good run in the 80s. Unfortunately, they happened to share a division with the San Francisco 49ers, and we know what happened there. The 70s, the Rams were really good. They didn't win a Super Bowl, but they went to one in 79. This is a, a team that, no matter what era of football, they had, you know, they had bad but they've always had good. And look at the 60s with the fearsome foursome. Look at the 50s. You know, the Norm Van Brocklin Rams, the, you know, Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch, Bob Waterfield, the 40s. They won a Super Bowl. Uh, they won an NFL championship in the 40s. They won an NFL championship in 51. The Rams have been a consistent winner in every decade. That doesn't necessarily mean and does not necessarily translate to winning championships, which all, at the end of the day, anyone really cares about. But the question does remain with this team, how long can they be a consistent winner? There is a lot of uncertainty with a team that simply looks as good as anybody in the National Football League coming into the season, but has a coach that's already been talked about in rumors to be hired by uh, different networks to broadcast games, a team that has arguably the greatest player to ever put on a uniform in the National Football League, and that's Aaron Donald, uh, potentially thinking about retirement. You know, when you think about that, you, you think about the different things that these imply. And it's not hard to see why people are a little concerned with the Rams in the long term. Now, the question we have to start with is, if Aaron Donald were to retire today, would the Rams be okay? And by okay, would they continue to be a consistent winner and potentially win a Super Bowl? Could they win a Super Bowl without Aaron Donald? I mean, you can say yes, you could say no, but we don't really know, do we? We don't. I think the Rams could win a Super Bowl without Aaron Donald, but Aaron Donald is not a luxury. He is absolutely a necessity for how they run their defense. 
it'd have to change a lot going into this season if Donald did decide to retire. Now, I don't buy the nonsense that he's going to retire this year. But the fact that it's already on his mind is a little concerning, especially because I think it could be after they win two straight. I think this team's going to win another Super Bowl. Now, as somebody that believes they're going to go back-to-back, you may find yourself asking, why, as somebody that thinks this team is going to win back-to-back Super Bowls, why am I talking about how long the Rams can be a consistent winner? Because I think it's a fair question. You know, there's always the winds of change. There's the cycle. There, There's so many different things that happen to cause NFL teams to go from top to bottom overnight. But it's not really overnight because if you're, you know, really doing your, your homework and you're researching these teams, you can see. You can see when teams are about to fall off. There are warning signs before a team does hit rock bottom. And the Rams are built differently than most of the teams in the NFL. We know the F them picks mantra. We know they're built with a lot of star power. Sure. But what's important to realize is that when it comes to the Rams, they aren't just all older stars. I've seen that a lot with outside personality. They'll say, oh, well, they're just Andrew Whitworths and, you know, they get Bobby Wagner, who's not in his prime anymore. And they go out and they get Von Miller, who's not in his prime anymore. Be that as it may, the Rams still have a core group of players that are not just superstar talents over the hill. They're a core group of players that are really good and are young. And that's the thing. And that is why this mold for the Rams has worked as well as it has since 2017. But make no mistake about it. I'm not worried about the players. I'm definitely not worried about the player acquisition process. If Sean McVay remains in L.A., that is how long the Rams will consistently win. As long as Sean McVay is the head coach, this team will be a consistent winner. It does not matter who the quarterback is. It does not matter who's on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball. He's got less need with him. They're a package deal. I think as long as those two remain, they're going to be fine. That may not be the clickbaity answer that you wanted to hear or the one that people will make a, uh, a quote graphic on Instagram about, but it is the truth. It helps to have a core group of players, and the Rams do. They have a core four in Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup. However, it's not guaranteed that they'll be together for longer than a year. Three of them will, but we're already talking about retirement with Aaron Donald. And honestly, nothing in this league is guaranteed. It's a violent sport. You can't guarantee that Cooper Cup is going to play all however many games they have to play to win a Super Bowl, 21-22, you can't guarantee that he's going to be healthy for all those. You can't guarantee anyone is. But when you look at the leadership that they have and the, the way that they can acquire players, their knowledge of the game, you have to imagine this is going to be a consistent thing. If Sean McVay does get a job somewhere else in TV, 
even still, Les Snead will be around. Now, will they be winning Super Bowls? That depends on who they hire. But that's a completely different thing. What I'm saying right now is that when we look at the Rams, you know, post Aaron Donald, post Matthew Stafford, and you've heard me say, if you follow me, you know I've been talking Dynasty for a minute now. If they lose Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford, can they still continue to be that dynasty? And I think the answer is yes, because you have to keep in mind, while it is hard to find a franchise quarterback, the Rams were pretty darn close to winning the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. And when you have Sean McVay and you have his offense, you have all the weapons that it entails, you have to imagine they could go out and find somebody that fits that offense. But Make no mistake about it. This is not me flaming Matthew Stafford. It's actually quite the opposite. Because as most of you know or don't know by now, I am one of the biggest Matthew Stafford fans among Rams fan base. Rams Twitter, Rams Nation, whatever you want to call it. I've been supporting Stafford since the early days back when he was with Detroit. But here's the thing, though. Stafford is not on his way out the door after this year either. The Rams are going to have him for at least another five years, which puts them closer to 2030. And that is going to be really interesting because Stafford could keep playing depending on how well he keeps his body in shape. But the fact is, I don't think Sean McVay is going anywhere. And if he does go anywhere, he's not going to leave until Stafford. So that puts the Rams on a trajectory, in my mind, to be a consistent winner, no strings attached, guaranteed, until at least, seeing as this is 2022, at least going to uh, 2028, I would say. They're going to be a consistent winner, guaranteed, no worries. After that, Sean McVay potentially retiring, you know, who knows? Will he walk away from the game? After Matthew Stafford, I don't know. But at the same time, if he doesn't, then it does not matter that Aaron Donald has retired or Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay, Les Snead, they'll be able to get it done. They'll be able to find the right guy. They now know. I mean, this team has all been been about learning lessons. The Rams have simply learned the lesson that, look, It doesn't work this way. We can't do it the way that they did it with Jeff Fisher. You know, just keeping draft picks, not, you know, being too afraid to make a big play for a player that could really help your team. That's not us. And having an offensive coordinator that has never been an offensive coordinator before and doesn't know what he's doing, calling the plays, that's not us. So, and also being conservative, not being an aggressive team. Playing Jeff Fisher football, it isn't us. The Rams changed the culture under Sean McVay and Les Need. They changed their style of player acquisition, and they changed their style of play. And because of that, I'm led to believe that they are going to be a consistent winner long-term. I think... Are they the next great dynasty? I think that they are, or no one is. Um, I I think if you're looking for a team that is going to be like New England, this is it. 
this team's really well built, and I feel like they can even get better, and they will get better. And this is the keep this in mind. This is the first crack at it. We're really seeing Sean McVay with a roster since they got Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Brockers' contracts off the books. This is their team now. Make no mistake about it. There's nothing holding them back. They were able to go out and get Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner. They still have a core group of players in Cup, Stafford, Donald, and Ramsey. And then you have a bevy of talent in the secondary that you added via the draft. So you're adding youth, youthful exuberance, I would say. You're going out and getting guys like Jacoby Durant, Darian Kendrick, and Quentin Lake. You know, it's definitely a good look for your secondary. Not on top of that, you also have Terrell Burgess, Nick Scott, Taylor Rapp, and Jordan Fuller. On top of that, you also added Troy Hill. And on top of that, you have one of the best young linebackers in the game, potentially, in Ernest Jones, who was just a very key contributor in what led you to winning the Super Bowl on the defensive side of the ball. Actually had a huge pass breakup early on in the game on fourth down that forced a turnover on downs for the Bengals. The moment was not too big for him. Do you know why? Because of coaching. Sean McVay knows who to surround himself around with all the coaches in place. And should they go on and get better jobs? Maybe they get promoted, they become a head coach, offensive coordinator, linebacker coach goes to defensive coordinator. Sean McVay makes do with it because that is what Sean McVay does. And so that's a big reason why that answers the question why I think they can be a dynasty. And I think when you look long-term, they aren't as much in cap trouble as many people would assume. And that's not even what we're really discussing. We're discussing how long can this team win? How long is this going to go? How long can we expect? I think it's safe to say this is going to be one of the most consistent teams of the 2020s. I really think so. I know I've talked about Buffalo, and I think they'll meet the Bills in the Super Bowl. But I got to tell you, I really feel like this, this Rams team, they're just built for the long term and the here and now. Because for every Bobby Wagner signing, they have a different type of direction they're going in. So they get Wagner for the here and now, but they have Ernest Jones for the future. They get Troy Hill for the here and now, but they have Kobe Durant, Robert Rochelle, potentially David Long, and Darion Kendrick for the future. See how that works? Allen Robinson, they get him for the here and now and potentially the future since he signed a pretty fat contract. And on top of that, he's still in his prime. But even if that were the case, they still have Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Jacob Harris, Ben Skoranek for the future. That is really why the Rams are so set up as, as well as they are. Daryl Henderson becomes a free agent after the year. No worries. They still have Cam Akers and Kyron Williams and still can bring back Daryl Henderson if they want to. And, and that's just the common theme here. 
Matthew Stafford's locked up for the next five years or so. So, I mean, don't have to worry about that. Your offensive line, you signed Joe Nopum to a long-term deal. Allen is going to be there another year after this one. You have good uh, a good backup at center, potentially a spot starter in Coleman Shellen on a two-year deal. You have David Edwards. You you drafted Logan Bruss, who might replace David Edwards if you don't bring him back. And you've already kind of cross-trained everyone. So if you do need somebody to kick in at right tackle for whatever reason, and if you don't bring back Havenstein after the season, then you also have Elric Jackson, who played left tackle, a UDFA, and was pretty darn good in relief. And it just doesn't end there. Now, no one is going to replace Aaron Donald, but the Rams have done a nice job of setting themselves up for the future. They've spent time going after these guys. They got an interior defensive lineman they traded up for in the draft in 2019, Greg Gaines. Yeah, he's going to be a free agent after the season, but I would expect the Rams to bring him back. In addition to that, Bobby Brown III. They loved his athleticism, and this is somebody that they have been developing behind the scenes. Ernest Brown, not really being talked about, had some pretty underrated tape at Northwestern. He didn't make the team, but was on the practice squad all year. He's another one. And they also had their avenues of finding talent via the UDFA pool, Jonah Williams, Michael Hoyt. I mean, you can even look at the Cincinnati UDFA, Marquise Copeland, who had an interception in the playoffs. They do this. They find talent. They set things up for the future. That is what makes the Rams the Rams. They're even doing it with the coaches. Have you noticed? Have you been paying attention? Thomas Brown? Thomas Brown is still with the Rams. Despite the fact he probably could have gone somewhere, he's still with the Rams. And Sean McVay has moved him over to becoming a tight ends coach in addition to the assistant head coach, probably to groom him into being the offensive coordinator. And then if Sean McVay decides to hang it up, maybe the job goes right to uh, Thomas Brown. But in addition to that, Rashad Samples, who became the running back coach, he's another guy who could be groomed into that role. Liam Cohen was groomed in that role. They even let him go to Kentucky to come back. That's what they do. They set things up for the future. They do, they're do. they very, very good at that, whether it's player personnel or coaching personnel. The Rams have simply done it very well, and it's why I think they're going to be a consistent winner. And despite losing you know, an incredible player in Aaron Donald, I think they'll be able to overcome that. Now, I'm not saying that Aaron Donald leaves and there's not any sort of negative effect. I'm What I'm saying is, the Rams have the coaching staff and talent in place where they can adjust if Aaron Donald does decide to hang it up. Again, not saying that Aaron Donald doesn't matter. What I'm saying is that the defense is operating in a certain way with Raheem Morris, who I think is definitely going to become a head coach after the season. So there will be a defensive coordinator job up for grabs and a uh, third-round pick this year and probably next year under the compensatory picks. Keep that in mind. But what is important to realize is that the Rams play a certain style of defense that they can only do because they have Aaron Donald, who is such a disruptor in the trenches. 
they didn't have Aaron Donald, they wouldn't play the defense they play. And I can't imagine how much easier it's going to be when you have Bobby Wagner behind him. But that's neither here nor there. My point, again, is that the Rams play a different style, and they would simply just change it if they lost Aaron Donald. Now, would the pressure from the interior be as much? Would they suffer with the pass rush? Would Leonard Floyd be as good? Would any of them be as good? There's a chance that they wouldn't. But the Rams don't have players on their roster that aren't talented. So there might be a you know, a bump in production for some players that didn't get a chance to play because of Donald. And there might be a little bit of a drop in production for guys that played and did better because of what Donald was able to do as far as taking the attention and the pressure off other players. Hell, we could even see Jalen Ramsey drop in production a little bit. Because what's one thing that is the key for secondary play? It's pass rush. When you can limit how long the quarterback has to throw the ball, you're also going to limit how long the corner has to cover the wide receiver. That's really the point. I totally agree with you, by the way, Reggie. Built-in farm system, a lot like the the Dodgers are doing it, player development, sports science, analytic advancements, coach development as well, consistency is in place. I agree. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the Dodgers, as many of you know, I'm I'm a Yankee fan, but you got to give them props because while they do go out and they're not afraid to get your Freddie Freeman here and a Trey Turner here and you know, also trade for, for Max Scherzer last year. They're not afraid to make those big moves, but they're also, you know, building that farm system. They're building the coaching staff. They're using analytical uh, values to help build their roster from the ground up. I mean, how long has Justin Turner been a Dodger? You know, it, it's just, it's one of those things, though. You know, I mean, it, it's, you know, people that are losing. You know what a a loser says? The rich get richer. That's what a loser says. How about the smart are just being smarter? If you're in a position where the rich are getting richer, that means the smart are getting smarter. When, When the Rams go out and they acquire a Von Miller, Bobby Wagner, Allen Robinson, and you hear the fans on other sides saying, well, the rich got richer. No. Because here's the thing. L.A. is not what is bringing these guys to the Rams. And let's remember this. L.A. helps, right? The setting helps. But where were the Rams, where were they getting these players Where was L.A. luring these guys in 2016? Were they getting these crazy free agents in 2016 when they first moved there? No. They got them after Sean McVay got there. They got Andrew Whitworth and Robert uh, Woods right when Sean McVay got there without even playing. And then after that, they started to lure more guys. 
more guys wanted to be around them. And you could say what you will about trades, but Brandon Cooks wanted to be there just as much as Sammy Watkins wanted to be there, just as much as Vaughn Miller wanted to be there. Because it became a winning culture. It's not just a setting. L.A. helps when you have the pieces in place. The Rams have become a destination because it is word of mouth. It has gotten out. They have a reputation. They have a culture. People know, okay, they have a culture. They have a coach that everyone wants to play for. They have a really good roster. Nothing was given to them because they moved to L.A. They had to earn it. And that's where the whole, this is where it stems from, the whole rich get richer. It's not that you're rewarded just for the fact that you're good. You're rewarded for the fact that you've become good because of what you've done. The whole rich get richer thing, again, is just a losing man's argument. It's, it's just something a losing fan base is going to say. They're going to say it with an eye roll. Oh, Rams got Bobby Wagner, the rich get richer. Well, why do you think Bobby Wagner wanted to go to the Rams? And don't tell me it's because he's from the area. That I'm sure that had something to do with it, but the Ravens were going to pay him more. So it's not just the area, okay? It's because of the culture. It's because of the winning. It's because of the fact, it's what have you done for me lately? Talk is cheap. The Rams won a Super Bowl, and players want to go there. And we're going to see it more and more, which is the domino effect, which leads to, you know, basically sustained consistency. The Rams can be the next Alabama in the NFL. You know how everyone wants to go to Alabama? They all want to play for Nick Saban? Well, it's going to happen. Rams continue to win. Who's not want it? Who's who's really not going to want to go to sunny LA, where you can play for Coach McVay. You can build your own personal brand in Los Angeles. You have all sorts of things to do on your off day. It's great weather, and you have all like, I mean, there's just so many things near you. But on top of that, you have the talent that you have around you. It's not a competition when you're talking about because the way it is is guys want to play with Jalen Ramsey. Guys want to play with Aaron Donald. Guys want to play with Matthew Stafford. Guys want to play with Cam Akers and Allen Robinson. I mean, that's just the way it is because these are winners. They're developing this trend around the league like, hey, we win. We win here. Come here and we'll win. Come here and you'll get that ring. Come here and your name will be in the rafters. You'll be, you'll be a Hall of Famer. That's that's what it's all about. And it, it's this, basically, it, it's the domino effect. So again, it's not the rich get richer. It's not, oh, they're lucky. It's, wow, they're annoying, but I got to give them props because everything they've done has got them to the point where they can get guys like Bobby Wagner, get guys like Jalen Ramsey, Get guys like Matthew Stafford. You have to give up to get something. The Rams, it's been a hard-fought time. 
probably their worst stretch of their entire existence was the Sosar Rams from that 2017 season up until about 2011. You could argue 20, you know, 2007 to 2009 were probably the worst the Rams have ever been. 2010, they probably could have made the playoffs. They should have made the playoffs. 2011 was a bad year. Uh, Sam Bradford couldn't stay healthy. was really bad. And then after that, you know, they were just pretty much mediocre. 2016 was a huge letdown. And then after that, 2017 through 2022 has been pretty damn good. But, I mean, this is what happens. When you know how to build a winner, this is what happens. Rams know how to build a winner, and that is why players want to go there. Fans want to wear those jerseys. At the end of the day, it's why I think they're the next great dynasty and why I think they'll be a consistent winner. What does a consistent winner entail? Well, I think consistent winner is dominating a decade, right? The Rams, you know, 2020 wasn't the best, right? It wasn't. They won the wild card game against uh, the Seahawks. They had the best defense in the league. Aaron Dolan got hurt. They didn't have Cooper Cup. They lose to the Packers. 2021 season, they won the Super Bowl. So 2020 didn't start off well, but they've still made the playoffs in every single year in the 2020s. I think the 2020s are going to be the Rams decade. I don't think there's going to be a drop-off at all. I think this is going to be a decade of dominance. I think that's why the Rams are the next great dynasty. So answering the question of the title as we wrap this show up, how long can the Rams be a consistent winner? And I would say it's hard to tell. We don't know how long it will last, but I will tell you this. Barring an unforeseen circumstance, barring Sean McVay leaving or something really bad happening, this team is going to dominate the 2020s. They will literally dominate the decade. I would actually like that to start getting hashtag dominate the decade because I think that's what the Rams are going to do. To start off your decade going to the playoffs, albeit they lost to the Packers in the second round, and then winning the Super Bowl in the second year of that decade, yeah, I think you're starting it the right way. The way this team is built, they should win in 2022. And if not, they're definitely a playoff team. But, you know, I think it remains the question if they're going to win the Super Bowl, not necessarily if they're going to get there, because I think they are clearly the best team in the NFC. And then after that, it's just continuing and sustaining that excellence, you know, keeping it up. And when you have the guys that they do have, the guys they can develop, you don't worry about what happens when, you know, Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup are getting a little older and they have to, Van Jefferson should be ready to take over at that point. And whether or not OBJ signs or not, you know, I still think they're a Super Bowl team, regardless of OBJ. I'd love him back, but that's just the way I see it. And the way they develop tight ends, you know, getting what they've gotten out of Tyler Higby, a fourth round talent that came from the Fisher era. Getting what they've gotten out of Kendall Bland, a UDFA, you know, getting what they've gotten out of Bryson Hopkins in the big moment in the Super Bowl. I'd have to imagine one of those. Well, actually, there's only going to be one because I don't. Maybe they brought back Roger Carter. I don't remember for sure, but I have to imagine Jamal Pettigrew is probably going to be one of those guys that they develop, and he ends up making the 53 that tight end. So it's just it's not just that position though. I mean, 
like Van will be good. I think if you give Tutu time, he could do something. Jacob Harris, like this team develops. They don't just throw away guys. They give them shots. The only time they really threw away a player that I really just couldn't stand the idea of doing uh, was John Franklin Myers. They did bring back Roger Carr. Thank you, Scoot. Appreciate you. You know, it was really John Franklin Myers. I mean, that's the one player they've just kind of thrown away. But aside from him, I think they've done a really nice job of giving most of their picks a, a chance to make the team and actually contribute. And so, yeah, I just, I really think at the end of the day, we can't know for sure. And if you were looking for a definite answer, I mean, I can't give that to you without seeing into the future, which I don't have the power to do, sadly. Otherwise, we'd all be making a lot of money tonight, I guess, because I would use it probably to bet on sports. Um, (laughs) But all jokes aside, when you look at this team, it's the decade. It really is. I think that's probably the sweet spot. Sean McVay's 36. If he retires in 10 years, he's 46. I think that it's fair to say that the Rams are going to dominate this decade. They've pretty much won in every single decade, like I mentioned. If you missed it during the show, I mentioned that they won in the 2000s. Uh, The 2010s, they were in the Super Bowl. The 2020s, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, You know, the 1990s, they won the Super Bowl. The 1980s, they were really good. 1970s, they were really good. 1960s, you had the fearsome foursome. 1950s, they win an NFL title. They were also in another NFL title game. Uh, And then the 1940s, uh, they won a NFL championship and they were in, um, you know, an NFL, another NFL title as well. So that's really what it comes down to is that, again, it's just consistent winning with this team and they're just not going anywhere. So uh, unless, you know, something crazy that we just can't see happening you know, happens. Um, it's really that. Uh, Rams House, what do you think about AD right now? Is this just the tactic? I, it has to be. Um, because if, if Aaron Donald is retiring right now, which I just don't see happening, um, then I, I don't know. Because I, I the thing with Aaron Donald is he always seemed like a guy that just was always driven by football. Like, he just loves football like more than anything. And yes, people change, but I just feel like he loves the game too much to just walk away. I think his wife probably wants him to, and I can't really blame her. And I think she's also kind of alluded to the idea like she clearly wants him to, but I don't don't see him, uh, you know, I I don't see him retiring. I'm not going to say anytime soon. The fact that it's already on his mind, he's probably got about three years left. Um, But regardless of if he retires or not, I think the Rams are still a winner. I know there's people that would say there's no way they win the Super Bowl, but if you think that Aaron Donald leaving means that there's no way that they would win the Super Bowl, then how good do you really think the Rams truly are? Because I think they're one of the better teams we've seen over the last 20 years. You know, as far as roster, uh, player roster and coach roster makeup, they're one of the best rosters we've seen in 20 years. Um, I don't know what the new contract will be Rams house. I'm really, I'm not really too sure about it. Um, you know, I'd have to imagine it's going to be reworked in some facet, but I don't know. It's a little annoying, but you know, I'm sure they'll get it worked out. He was, keep in mind, he was in that, uh, that video 
he was in that the uh what was it the stealing the draft video so that's that's a good sign i guess um but yeah guys i think that's gonna do it for me i might hop on youtube a little uh later but i think that's gonna do it for me tonight i hope i you know drive home the point that i was making that the rams are you know gonna dominate the decade hashtag dominate the decade but you know i think it's been fun you know we talked a little bit about that and you know just how you know even if the rams you know lose donald quicker than they thought or stafford i do trust you know the player personnel and you know the scouts and you know the decision makers at the end of the day to to figure things out so uh, again thank you guys for joining uh on this and uh be sure to hit ram's edge with jake allen Bogut up at the top and go and you know hit the subscribe button it really does help me out you can also find me on twitter at jk bogan and if you're interested i also have an mcu uh, show that I'm doing on Monday. Keep in mind, no one did it today, but you guys can always call in and I'll take your calls. And, you know, if, you, if you're not shy of talking, I know some people don't like talking on the air, but if you're not shy, uh, definitely call in sometime. Appreciate you guys as always and your support. Uh, be sure to check out the MCU Edge uh, show on Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time if you like Marvel Cinematic Universe talk and if you want to be a part of it. And if you like this, uh, be sure to check this out every single week, twice a week. Uh, we go live Wednesday and Sunday. We went live uh, Friday this week because of unforeseen circumstances that pushed it from Sunday. So, again, really appreciate you guys for supporting me and supporting the channel uh, and supporting the show. I'll see you guys soon. You guys have a great night and take care.